Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance, and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's healthlock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. If you're like me and suffer from insomnia, you know what? That's not fun. You know, I tried everything. I couldn't get a good night's sleep. And this is neither drug nor alcohol induced. That's right. It is my pillow. Mike Lindell invented it and he fitted me for my first my pillow and it's changed my life. I fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer. And the good news, you can too. Just go to mypillow.com, promo code Sean, and take advantage of one of Mike Lindell's best offers, his special four pack. You get 50% off two my pillow premium pillows to go anywhere pillows. Now, my pillows made in the USA has a 60 day unconditional money back guarantee, no risk to you, and a 10 10-year warranty. You don't want to spend more sleepless nights on a pillow tossing and turning that's not working for you. Just go to MyPillow.com right now. Use the promo code Sean, and you get Mike Lindell's special four-pack. You get two MyPillow premium pillows, two go-anywhere pillows, 50% off, and you'll start getting the kind of peaceful and restful and comfortable and deep-healing and recuperative sleep you've been craving and deserve. MyPillow.com, promo code Sean. All right, 81 days, the most important midterm in our lifetime. I know you're still in August mode vacation, but you're getting those new school clothes for the kids and you're getting ready to go back to school and and college or wherever they happen to be. And vacations are beginning to come to an end and Labor Day will be here soon enough. We'll be all over it from that point forward. Not sure people fully, completely understand the extent and the importance of this midterm election. We're going to try and make people aware. We'll do our part. We'll tell you the important races that are going to matter the most and make the most impact. If you look at uh, what is Nate Silver's, well, he's so wrong in the last election. Maybe I should cut him a little slack, but he's saying a 75% chance the Democrats take back the House. That are not good odds, but he was wrong in the last election, and so were so many others. Very few of us even thought John, Donald Trump had a chance 
Uh, we've got a lot of news on this Friday, including what we do is our Made in America series is coming up today. Uh, we have Sarah's blockbuster report that we broke on Hannity last night. We'll get into that. Sarah Carter. It looks like the Manafort trial is almost done for the day in terms of day two, no verdict. And the judge, Judge Ellis, announced that he's going to bring the jury back in at about five o'clock because one of the jurors, I think, has to go to a, a family event, which, by the way, is fair to that person. It's not like they're not working hard enough. Uh, the Manafort defense team is pretty buoyed uh, and 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 excited a little bit, if you will, that they think the longer this goes on, the better it is for Paul Manafort. You never know. It's very hard to read juries. As I said from the beginning, the odds are dead set against Paul Manafort. You know, it's interesting how the case has unfolded. And as much as the defense, their lead uh, prosecution's lead witness is a crook and an embezzler and a thief and somebody that's a known liar. And uh, so many other people got immunity to testify. You know, if I'm in the jury room and I'm like looking at everybody else, I'm like, okay, why did they pick on this guy? And why did they all get off scot-free? That's what I'd be thinking. It's like, I, you know, how credible can Sammy the Bull be? 19 murders. He gets a get-out-of-jail-free card. And, you know, he wants he testifies. Then he gets in the witness protection program. He gets a new house in Arizona. We later got arrested for some drug offense. But putting that aside, Rick Gates was facing over 100 years or more in jail. I think Rick Gates, you know, okay, I'll, I'll take that get-out-of-jail-free card. Sure. What do you want me to say? That's the whole, that's the whole principle is I, I have a problem with offering incentives to liars and criminals to testify against someone else that is not yet convicted of being a liar or a criminal. And it becomes very dubious to me. A lot of credibility issues because they're getting something for their testimony. They're getting paid basically for their testimony. They're getting something of value. I think you can even argue they're getting bribed in a sense. You know, you say this, well, we'll let you go. Uh, there were four questions asked yesterday, but the one that seems to be getting the most attention, meaning the jury asking the judge questions uh, and the jury as they consider the evidence against Manafort, and whether or not it's stronger than reasonable doubt, but uh, they actually asked the judge to further explain what reasonable doubt is. Now, you can get, in my mind, I can come up with a million different scenarios of what actually is happening in that jury room. One may be there's one holdout or two holdouts saying, well, I don't know, I have, I have some reasonable doubt here. What is reasonable doubt? Anyway, the judge clarified to the jurors guilt beyond the government is not required to find guilt beyond all possible doubt, meaning there's, it's, it's incontrovertible, uh, but defined as reasonable doubt, a doubt that is based on reason. And that's about all you can really say. Now, Manafort's attorneys, uh, they were telling reporters that the jury's questions were particularly encouraging and that they felt they got some good news out of this. And uh, the fact that now it looks like it's going to go on a second full day without a verdict. Usually expect a verdict on a Friday because there's a lot of jurors like, All right, let's wrap this up. But they only had it now for two days. And I would say on paper, the longer it goes on, the better it probably is for Manafort. But there are a lot of charges. There's 18 specific charges. You got to go through each one and it could take an enormous amount of time. And if you have somebody that is disagreeing on certain points or aspects of one particular charge, you can spend hours on it. 
And, you know, they could have 17 of the charges already rectified and not the one. And then you can have ultimately a hung jury where they cannot come to a conclusion one way or the other. And that's also a possibility in this. Sadly, the judge revealed in court today, Judge T.S. Ellis, he announced that he's going to deny media requests to release the names of the Manafort jury because the trial has already provoked a number of death threats directed at him. I have the marshal's protection, he said. I don't even go to the hotel alone. I won't reveal the name of the hotel. I had no idea this case excited this emotion in the public, he added. Then he made comments after a coalition of news organizations, you know, the typical Washington Post, New York Times, AP, CNN, fake news, NBC, Conspiracy TV, Politico, BuzzFeed, requested the names and addresses of the jurors that are seated in the Manafort case. I think the judge made the right decision. And he denied their request for fear the jurors would be subject to the same harassment that he received. I don't feel it's right if I release their names. Good for him. Sometimes jurors want to speak. Sometimes they don't want to speak. They don't have to speak to anybody. But the the press will usually begin to hound them and follow them and follow them to their homes and look up their names. I mean, they're unrelenting. Um, But it's neither here nor there. Why are all these news organizations so involved? But only for one reason is because Donald Trump, Paul Manafort worked for Donald Trump for about 100 days as his campaign manager. That's it. This has nothing to do with the campaign. Nothing. Not one thing to do with the 2016 campaign. This has nothing to do with Russia. I thought Mueller's job was to look into Russia so-called collusion. This has nothing to do at all with Donald Trump. Nothing to do with the election. This is long before they even knew each other. And then you have to start asking yourself some very serious questions. Well, why why is the special counsel wasting all of his time on any of this? Now, you've got to see this through all the evidence that does exist of how Russia played a part in a 2016 campaign because they did. There was Russia collusion. There were Rus- false Russian stories bought and paid for by Hillary Clinton and by the DNC. And they paid the money, funneled it through a law firm to Fusion GPS and Op Research Group that then hired a foreign national, Christopher Steele, a foreign spy. I thought foreigners interfering in our election was a bad thing, but I guess Not if your name is Clinton. I guess then it's okay. And then, of course, you know, look at what happened with all of this. You know, for two weeks, I've been showing you and talking about uh, showing you on TV, talking about here, all these communications between Bruce Orr, who was once the fourth highest ranking person at the Obama Department of Justice. By the way, the president earlier today said, I think Bruce Orr is a disgrace. I suspect I will be taking it away very quickly, meaning a security clearance. We'll get into that later. But then, you know, now we've got over 70 contacts, both before and after the election, as it relates to Christopher Steele, the guy that put together the the dossier he never even believed himself. And yet he wants to get it in the hands of the special counsel, Robert Mueller. Those attempts were made. Handwritten notes, text, emails, meetings with Bruce Orr before and after the election. This is, and Nellie Orr, Bruce Orr's wife, is working for Fusion GPS. I assume on the fake dossier. 
Now, Sarah uncovered two memos this week, Sarah Carter, uh, from Bruce Orr regarding a phone call that he had with Christopher Steele. Then Bruce Orr wrote a handwritten note. And Bruce Orr writes, Steele is, quote, very, very concerned about the Comey hearing and afraid that they will be exposed. Now, this is on top of the text that Sarah broke the night before Wednesday night, revealing that Steele was concerned about the particular firewalls and whether or not, whether or not they'd hold. Steele wrote, or, hi, just wondering if you had any news. Obviously, we're a bit apprehensive given the scheduled appearance in Congress on Monday, hoping the important firewalls hold. Or writes back, sorry, no news. I believe my earlier information is still accurate. I'll let you know if, immediately if anything changes. And why is this important? Because James Comey was going to testify two days later. And one of the main questions, what are the firewalls? What did he mean by important firewalls? You know, what did Orr mean by, I stand by my earlier information. So the firewalls were in place. Sounds a lot like an insurance policy, if you will. And then you get to this, this new one, afraid we will be exposed. So there's, this guy is scared to death. He's a, well, he should be exposed. In an interrogatory in Great Britain, he would not stand by his own dossier. That John Brennan, the CIA director, was leaking to Harry Reid and then writing, Reid writing a letter to Comey, and they were all leaking, Fusion GPS, Christopher Steele, all leaking this phony Russian dossier to the press, the gullible press, that ends up printing what was never verified, never confirmed, never corroborated independently by anybody. Why would a CIA director be spreading false information, unverified information? Because he's a political hack. And, it's, and they wanted to take down Donald Trump. And then, of course, it gets worse because then they present as the bulk of information a FISA application, a spy on a Trump campaign associate, on top of spies inside the Trump campaign. And they put that in place. And they literally, they didn't never verify it. They never confirm it. They never corroborate it. And then it's used four separate times to get a warrant, a FISA warrant, to spy on a Trump campaign associate. And they do it by committing a fraud against four separate FISA court judges. Four separate occasions. They have, a, as a matter of law, as a matter of protocol, a duty. You want to take away security clearances, Comey and Yates and Rod Rosenstein and anyone else that had anything to do with with standing by what they presented to those FISA courts, they should all be in trouble. What was Christopher Steele so worried about being exposed about? What were the firewalls that they're talking about? I mean, Steele's the guy that, you know, literally put this piece of garbage together full of lies. He's the one that wanted to peddle it through the meat to the media with Fusion GPS Christopher Steele, who used Bruce Orr to spread the Russian propaganda throughout the highest levels of our federal government. We also learned from Catherine Herridge last night that it was Steele who was leaking the contents of the phony dossier to the press. And that's beyond Yahoo News and Michael Isikoff, all at the request of Fusion GPS. They, of course, being paid by Hillary Clinton. And now we know the Fusion GPS also had another client, the Russian lawyer, the one that was involved in the infamous Trump Tower meeting. Well, they were paying Fusion GPS and Simpson met both before the meeting at Trump Tower and after the meeting with Trump Tower with the Russian lawyer that's also paying Fusion GPS. And we all know Steele and Simpson clearly were pushing the Russian lies 
because they both had an anti-Trump agenda. You can't make any of this up, but don't think you're ever going to hear about it from your corrupt, abusively biased, lazy, overpaid friends in the news media. Never seen such lazy people. Hey, if you believe in the Second Amendment and you're a responsible gun owner, well, our friends at the USCCA, well, they teach gun safety and gun responsibility, and uh, they have all the information you'd ever need for you and your family. By the way, they're giving away their gun a day uh, giveaway ends August the 31st. That's 17 chances to win every single day. You can get the gun of your choice. You just have to register and reveal which one you'd like to be taken home today, but they don't last long. Today's gun disappears at midnight. And the USCCA, they believe in the right to keep and bear arms and getting more guns in the hands of responsibly armed Americans that have a right to protect their families. Because you don't have all the guards that Andrew Cuomo has. They also help you train to protect your family. And uh, by the way, don't put it off. Don't miss your chance. Register. DefendFamily.com. See official rules to get entered. You only have until midnight tonight to win today's gun. Just go to DefendFamily.com. DefendFamily.com. One more time. DefendFamily.com. Making America first, safe, and great again. This is the Sean Hannity Show. looking more and more like the Manafort uh, trial is going to be uh, ending day two and coming back on Monday. We'll follow that uh, closely. You know, Sarah's all of these text messages. Uh, we're a bit apprehensive given scheduled appearance at Congress on Monday, hoping important firewalls hold. And uh, I believe my earlier information is still accurate or writes back to Christopher Steele. And then we find out that, well, I'm very concerned about the Comey hearing and afraid they will be exposed. Does that not sound, you know, like it's something really nefarious at the top levels of the FBI? How many more people need to get fired at the FBI? How many more people need to resign? How many more people need to be demoted? How many more people... You know, do we find in the upper levels of the FBI that are this corrupt? And then the Department of Justice is slow walking subpoenas by Congress. They don't want to hand over anything. And then we, we get we get one thing a day and it's taken literally 18 months peeling the layers of this onion apart. And every time we get it, it starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The lies that are told by Adam Schiff and the Democrats. Listen, that's part of their agenda. They get control of Congress. They don't want these investigations into the deep state going forward. One of the first people I'd look at for conspiracy and collusion with Russia would be Adam Schiff. And the exhibit A is him on that tape, you know, talking to who he thinks is a Russian about getting naked, naked pictures of Donald Trump. And this is all being ignored by the media, the media that wanted Russia, 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 Russia. The media is so concerned about Russian interference in our election. They don't seem to care that Brennan was responsible for spreading Russian lies, the phony dossier during the election. 
is such a double standard. They don't care that Adam Schiff is on the phone, you know, coordinating and conspiring to get Russian information on Donald Trump. They don't care that FISA courts were lied to with Russian lies to get a warrant against an American citizen. They're just every one of them is a fraud and a phony and they're just fake. Anyway, we'll get to all of this. We got a lot coming up in the course of the program. Wait till you hear about this new book. It's called Compromised, How Money and Politics Drive FBI Corruption. How did Comey and Mueller get so rich? We have the answer. Uncle Sam accountable to you every day. Hannity is on. All right, 25 till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. Let me just say I am aware that there's a lot more in terms of emails, communication between Steele and Orr that has not yet even come out at this particular point. I know we're talking about, I hope these important firewalls hold. I believe my earlier information is accurate and... You know, what do you mean by firewalls? And then you take it to the next level uh, when he's so afraid that he's going to get caught. It's it's all coming out. They're not going to be they're afraid, very concerned about the Comey hearing and afraid they will be exposed. All of these people involved in this hate Donald Trump. This is before the election. It's during the transition. It's during his presidency and all of it is manufactured lies all of it and the whole thing shows that it is a one-sided abuse of power an effort to rig an election lie and and even propagate disinformation it's like the former soviet union it's like you know they lie to their citizens called propaganda misinformation Lying, you know, we'll call it whatever you want to call it. And Bruce Orr, you know, the, the, the communications are so familiar. And I've seen a lot more that I can talk about. It's so familiar with Christopher Steele. It's nauseating. And then, of course, his wife, Nellie, is working at Fusion GPS. And then Christopher Steele and Fusion GPS are literally spreading the information that, that even Christopher Steele doesn't believe to be true. Well, there's, you know, if you got a foreign national spreading Russian lies before an election so that the American people don't vote for one candidate and instead vote for another candidate, what do you call that? That's an attempt to rig, steal, influence an election. The very thing that supposedly Mueller was supposed to look into. And it just so happens the propaganda, the lies came directly from Russia. The misinformation from Russia put together by a foreigner a foreign spy, and they're purposely disseminating the information, and and even the CIA director at the time, John Brennan's helping to do that. Maybe many people don't have a problem being lied to on purpose by your government, but I do. And good luck to any of you that are involved in lying to any FISA court judge or any judge ever. Good luck with that. It's not going to work out well for you. It's like it's not going to work out well for you if you do the things Hillary did. Now, the president said earlier today he's getting ready to revoke the security clearance of Bruce Orr. 
key player in this phony Russian steel dossier scandal. Here's what he said. I think Grusor is a disgrace. I suspect I'll be taking it away very quickly. I, I think that Grusor is a disgrace with his wife, Nellie. For him to be in the Justice Department and to be doing what he did, that is a disgrace. That is disqualifying for Mueller. And Mr. Mueller has a lot of conflicts also, directly yourself, so you know that. Mr. Mueller is highly conflicted. In fact, uh, Comey is like his best friend. I could go into conflict after conflict. But sadly, Mr. Mueller is conflicted. But let him write his report. We did nothing. There's no collusion. But if he was doing an honest report, he'd write it on the other side. Because when you look at criminality and you look at problems, take a look at what they did, including colluding with the Russians, the other side. He is a disgrace. Oh, by the way, the New York Times says embracing conspiracy theory. There's no, I have the emails, you idiots, at the New York Times. You don't even have them. I've got them. Don't worry. We did more investigative reporting than you do, as usual. And we don't sit on the sidelines with the political bias that you do. What evidence do you have of Trump-Russia collusion? None. What evidence do you have that Hillary Clinton paid for Russian lies to influence an election and that or and Steele knew it wasn't true and they still propagated those lies to the American people? I mean, it's unbelievable. The amount of contact he's having with Christopher Steele. Christopher Steele doesn't believe his own dossier. His wife, Nellie's working big time at Fusion GPS. You know, it's unbelievable. Of course, the news media won't won't go near it. Yeah, he should lose his security clearance. So should Page. So should Strzok. So should, so should Comey and McCabe and Sally Yates and the whole list of them. You know, later in the program, I got my hands on a brand new book that has just been released. It's put out uh, by our friends at the Government Accountability Institute. That's where Peter Schweitzer does most of his work. Anyway, it's called Compromise, How Money in Politics Drive FBI Corruption. Remember, that's the same Peter Schweitzer that exposed the Uranium One deal. Yeah, that's right. 20% of America's uranium. Robert Mueller is the FBI director. We have a spy that infiltrated Putin's network inside of America. And that we know that Russian spies are bribing, extorting, involved in money laundering and kickbacks. And we still let them do what they do. I interviewed the spy. And he's like, why do we ever let these people do this? I was telling them every step of the way what was happening. These were, it was a Russian coup to get a hold of 20% of American uranium. And then CFIA signs off on it. And what, seven, nine separate agencies signing off on the deal, including Hillary's State Department. Then they got $145 million in kickbacks to the Clinton Foundation. At the time, Bill Clinton's doubling his speaking fees in Russia. We got Russia all over this on the Democratic side. Anyway, I was stunned in the book. The, uh, this book now actually goes on to say that James Comey's net worth skyrocketed over 4,000% when he left the DOJ in 05 and returned to the FBI in 2013. One of the interesting ways he made money was... According to the book, $6.1 million after Mueller's FBI granted his employer. Mueller was working, Comey was working for Lockheed Martin, the largest contractor in history, on a billion-dollar project, and Comey was advising Lockheed Martin. He got $6.1 million in that deal. 
Under Mueller's direction, the FBI granted multiple sky contra- uh, contacts and contracts to Lockheed Martin. When Comey was advising them on the legality of their operations. Comey got another $6 million working for one of the world's largest head funds. An additional 500000 for unused vacation time. Then when Comey was in and Mueller's out in 2013, oh, Mueller left and he started a consulting firm. And he made more than $3.5 million in about a year, representing clients, giving speeches. Uh, probably that had previously, you know, now Comey's helping him, apparently. Two of, former, two of the former clients that are cooperating with Mueller's investigation now were his clients. Facebook and Apple. Mueller's former clients, you know, the paragon of privacy, Apple, well, they did provide the special counsel with access to Paul Manafort's iCloud, despite making a public spectacle protecting, if you remember the case in San Bernardino, the terrorist privacy. And Mueller's former client, the other paragon of privacy, Facebook, they may be cooperating with the special counsel again voluntarily without a subpoena, according to congressional testimony by Mark Zuckerberg. Uranium One CFIUS review was compromised from the start by both political and financial interests and the FBI, DOJ. Well, they knew because they had a spy inside of the entire Russian network in America that were bribing and extorting and money laundering and kickbacks. They knew it all. And still they sign off on a Russian takeover of 20% of our uranium, which is then used as the foundational material for nuclear weapons. Andrew McCabe, Rod Rosenstein, Andrew Weissman, others, they gave a favorable plea deal to a Russian accused of bribery, extortion, and money laundering in the U.S. nuclear sector. It's amazing how these names keep coming flying back. It's one big, incestuous, screwed-up team. It's one swamp, one sewer of corruption. And there's much more. We'll get into that later in the program today. Yeah, nobody else is reporting it. It goes to me, Hannity, you ready for these idiots to bang down your... Of course they don't like what I'm doing. Of course they don't like what Sarah Carter's doing. Of course they don't like what Dr. Gorka's doing and what Greg Jarrett's book exposes and what Judge Pirro's book exposes. They don't like it. They don't like any of it. Why? Because they thought they'd get away with all of this. Now look at what else we learned yesterday on top of Sarah's. Oh, he's very afraid Christopher Steele is going to be exposed Christopher Steele, the foreign national, never should have been involved in using phony Russian sources and then spreading his information to impact our elections. He should be afraid. And frankly, he needs to be brought in for questioning. Why did he why was he spreading false information to the American people before an election? Why was he working with Bruce Orr on such an issue? Bruce Orr is now scheduled to be back August the 28th. It's Christopher Steele who used Bruce Orr to spread that Russian propaganda throughout the highest levels of the government. Catherine Herridge point out that it was Christopher Steele who was leaking the contents of his phony dossier, one he won't even stand by to the press in the fall of 2016 at the request of Fusion GPS, who was being paid by Hillary. And we know Fusion GPS also was being paid by that Russian lawyer as a client from the infamous Trump Tower meeting. Apparently, Simpson met both before and after the meeting with the client lawyer that was meeting Don Jr. and company. It's total BS. That's why Steele wants the firewall. That's why he's scared to death that he's going to get caught. 
you know, you look at uh, then you look at the review process. You know, the president stripping secret access from comrade John Brennan. Thank God the media media is acting like it's the worst thing in the world. Well, we told you that in the case of uh, former CIA directors, their own bylaws say the agency holds that security clearance and renews it every five years for the rest of their lives. However, that requires former CIA directors to behave like current CIA employees, which John Brennan's not doing. Accusing the president of being a traitor and treason. Mr. Communist, we're getting at the height of the Cold War. He's supporting the former Soviet Union. Also regularly used his security clearance to validate his bizarre conspiracy theories that he's now pushing and getting paid for on conspiracy TV MSNBC. He also leaked that phony dossier information of the American people before an election. Mainstream media don't seem to care about any of this. Instead, they're now claiming John Brennan's First Amendment rights have been infringed, which is just patently absurd. You know, uh, there is a big difference, by the way. Maybe we have to educate everybody in the media. Security clearance is not a constitutional right. It's a privilege. U.S. Supreme Court case, Navy v. Egan. U.S. president has the authority to revoke any clearance with or without a stated reason. Oh, president has the power to do that. Be interesting if the media actually knew one thing about the, what, what it is they talk about every day. They're lazy, they're overpaid, and they're ignorant. And they're abusively biased on top of it. And this feigned moral outrage game that they play every day, it just is, uh, I've never seen anything this bad in terms of an informational crisis in our lives. Now the administration is rightly reviewing the status of nine clearances. We went through this yesterday. Greg Jarrett had a good list. And start with James Clapper. He's a liar. Strip him of his security clearances as, as quickly as possible. He's now paid by fake news CNN. You know, and, you know, he's out there saying things that we know aren't true. He's hey, Sean. Yes. Breaking news now. I have to interrupt Here's you. We have a very, very important breaking news story. Yeah. Okay. What is it? Online four. Your old boss has called in. What? He says you used to work for him. And I really want to make sure the audience gets to talk to him because All I right. want to hear what, from your old boss. What's his name, boss. Joe? His name is Joe. Joe. Hello. It's Sean Hannity. When did Sean, I work for you? How are you doing, my brother? Boy, you don't remember me? New Image Plus? You could give a lecture on opening a ruler. I'm going to tell you something, though. You're one of the best carpenters I ever had my whole life. I am so sorry that I let you go. Boy, but I told you. And remember, we're in the street corner. I told you you were going to be on the radio. I told you you were going to be famous. I'm trying to remember when I worked. Where did I work for you and when? Well, you worked, remember, at the hospital, the uh, Hempstead Hospital. You worked for me at the hospital. I remember New Image Plus Construction Company. You uh, you were carpenter. I had you build uh, some walls. I had you do some windows. Uh, come on, Sean. Well, you don't remember? I hate to tell you, I did most of my, my construction work in Rhode Island and California, so I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> okay. All right. But, but, well, I, but I actually was. I was a really good, I was, uh, look, I was better at banging, I was better at finish work because I had a really good eye for detail, but I was pretty good at putting up walls and framing if I had to, but I hated it. We used to have a, a supervisor once we were building a new house, and it was like you had to get a 16-inch nail 
uh, in three whacks. And if you, you hit it a fourth time, they were pissed. This is before we had guns like they do today. They just shoot the nails into it. Well, anyway, I, I don't remember. I don't. I maybe. Who knows? 800-941, Sean. Why are you all laughing so hard in there? Are you sure you didn't hit yourself in the head with a hammer, or what happened? No, you most did of my... say you fell off a roof a few times. That was in Rhode Island, not in Long Island, where Linda from New York. New York. Uh, by the way, have you ever heard of Do any of you have any Bitcoin? I'm just curious. Have any of you got no. any? No. No. Nope. either. Not that I'm telling anybody. Have you ever heard of crypto jacking, cyber thieves gaining access to personal computers, malicious emails, or even browsing? using special programs to solve complex math equations to gain a piece of, you know, cryptocurrency, things like Bitcoin. You're going to see symptoms like high processor uh, usage or maybe devices overheating, slow response time. Look, so many threats in today's connected world. All it takes is one weak link and criminals get in. Now, thank goodness for the all-new LifeLock Identity Theft Protection, the added power of Norton Security. It helps you against threats to your identity, your devices that you cannot see or fix on your own. Now, it's the all-new LifeLock, Norton Security. They'll find the things that you'd otherwise miss. Go to LifeLock.com, call 1-800-LIFELOCK. If you have a problem, they'll fix it. If you use the promo code Hannity, you get an extra 10% off your first year. Plus, right now, limited time only. You'll get a $25 Amazon gift card with your annual enrollment. That's LifeLock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK, promo code Hannity. Quick break, right back, busy day, we'll continue. I think Brusor is a disgrace. I suspect I'll be taking it away very quickly. I, I think that Brusor is a disgrace with his wife, Nellie. For him to be in the Justice Department and to be doing what he did, that is a disgrace. That is disqualifying for Mueller. And Mr. Mueller has a lot of conflicts also, directly yourself, so you know that. Mr. Mueller is highly conflicted. In fact, uh, Comey is like his best friend. I could go into conflict after conflict. But sadly, Mr. Mueller is conflicted. But let him write his report. We did nothing. There's no collusion. But if he was doing an honest report, he'd write it on the other side. Because when you look at criminality and you look at problems, take a look at what they did, including colluding with the Russians, the other side. All right, that was the president, rightly, what we were talking about last hour. Yeah, uh, Bruce Orr, and we can go through Strzok and Page and Comey and McCabe and uh, a bunch of others. Yeah, all should be losing their security clearances. Add to that Susan Rice, add to that... James Clapper, uh, why they have it is uh, pretty remarkable to me in the first place. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. You know, one of the things that our good friend Peter Schweitzer has over the years been able to do is he's been able to follow the money and find out how is it all these politicians have become filthy rich and they're supposed to be government servants and where does the money come from and where are the conflicts of interest? And in some cases, I would even argue, like in the Uranium One deal, an obvious kickback scheme. Um, and there is a new book out that they have put out. Uh, Seamus Bruner, Peter Schweitzer, who wrote the forward for the book, have now come out with a, an interesting new book. The book is called Compromised, How Money and Politics Drive FBI Corruption. Um, drive uh, FBI Corruption. Now, James Comey's net worth has skyrocketed 4,000 percent by the time he left in 2005 and came back in 2013. Comey made $6.1 million after Mueller 
granted his employer, Lockheed Martin, largest contractor in history, a billion-dollar boondoggle. Under Mueller's direction, the FBI granted multiple spy contracts to Lockheed Martin while Comey was advising them on the legality of their operations. Comey also received another $6 million working for one of the world's largest hedge funds uh, and an additional 500000 for unused vacation time. Mueller cashed in as well. And in 2013, when Comey took over the FBI, well, Mueller left to start consulting, a consulting firm. He made more than $3.5 million in about a year, giving speeches and representing clients who he had previously, uh, who had previously enriched as FBI director. Clients like the world's most profitable spy corporation and some other places. Now, two of Mueller's former clients are cooperating with the special counsel, Facebook, Apple. Mueller's former client, the paragon of privacy, Apple Inc., provided the special counsel with access to Paul Manafort's iCloud, despite making a public spectacle protecting the San Bernardino terrorist privacy. Mueller's former client and uh, other paragon of privacy, Facebook, well, they may be cooperating with the special counsel voluntarily without a subpoena, according to congressional testimony of CEO Mark Zuckerberg. Now, the Uranium One CFIUS Review Board was compromised from the start by both political and financial conflicts of interest. The FBI, the DOJ, knew the Russian schemes and apparently did nothing to stop the Russian takeover of 20 percent of America's uranium. And we know how much money got sent into the Clinton Foundation coffers in that particular case. But then you've got other Russian players. They're involved as well. You know, we've got people like Andrew McCabe and Rod Rosenstein and Andrew Weissman and others. Well, they gave a favorable deal to a Russian accused of bribery, extortion and money laundering in the U.S. nuclear sector. And it goes on from there. Now, I read this today and I'm sitting there. I'm stunned. You know, why is this? None of this has come out until today. Anyway, the book is called Compromised, How Money and Politics Drive FBI Corruption. And uh, joining us now, it's always good to have him back, Peter Schweitzer, author of Clinton Cash and also Secret Empires, How the American Political Class Hides Corruption and Enriches Family and Friends. It's also the president of the Government Accountability Institute. And Seamus Bruner is the author of this new book. Welcome both of you to the program. Great to be here, Sean. Thanks for having us. You did the forward for this. Um, I'm reading all of this, and I'm saying you got to be kidding me. Everybody in government enriches themselves? Every single one has conflicts like this? No, they don't. Uh, and, Sean, that's, I think, really what's interesting about this is, you know, we saw with the Peter Strzok emails and other evidence of political bias at work uh, among people involved in all of this. Uh, Seamus came to me a while back and said, you know, I think there's a crony angle to all of this that involves follow the money, that there are these deals that that these guys engaged in. Um, and uh, that is an important part of this story. So I said, okay, go ahead and dig in and see what you can find. And he followed the money, Sean, and, and exactly some of the information you just talked about uh, he exposes uh, the fact that you know Jim Comey and Robert Mueller are are very close friends. They they met each other in the 1990s at the Justice Department, uh, and and have really been sort of this tag team from the beginning. When one of them's in the private sector and the other one's in government, they steer contracts in the direction of people that they're affiliated with, and vice versa. And it's a very very troubling story that shows the revolving door applies every bit as much. 
uh, to these gentlemen, uh, and crony capitalism applies every bit as much as it does to other people in Washington. I'm, I'm stunned at the, the Comey story and the Mueller story more than anybody. Uh, and I really want to ask you, Seamus, I mean, Comey made $6.1 bucks after Mueller's FBI granted his employer, Lockheed Martin, I guess he was doing consulting for them, a billion-dollar project? Well, it's really interesting, Sean. It wasn't just consulting. He was uh, senior vice president of Lockheed Martin and general counsel. So he was the top lawyer at the largest contractor in U.S. history. Now, Lockheed Martin gets about $50 billion a year. 95% of that is in taxpayer money. And James Comey, who's never been the general counsel of a corporation that large, you know, comes in in 2005. And yeah, by uh, 2009, he's made $6.1 million just in that year alone. And that's uh, disclosed in SEC documents. It's uh, various levels of cash and stock options. Um, but yeah, no, $6.1 million in one year. And this is after, in 2008, Robert Mueller gives a program called Next Generation Identification. It's a surveillance program. It's a biometric facial recognition. They're basically turning everyone's face into a fingerprint. But let me go through this. So how is it, you know, how does this not get reported in all this time James Comey is the one that leaked the information uh, to his professor friend, government documents. We might might have even been top secret and privileged in many ways um, to the professor that puts it in The New York Times for his admitted purpose to get a special counsel. And clearly he's also friends with Rod Rosenstein. Everybody seems to know everybody in all of this. And they appoint their other friend, uh, Mueller, to then be the special counsel. But meanwhile... Comey made millions because he was representing a group that Mueller, did Mueller sign off on that contract with Lockheed Martin? Did he have a say in that? Well, it's hard to imagine a contract worth a billion dollars that the FBI director wouldn't have to sign off on. But there are other contracts, too, and uh, some of them it doesn't even appear were, you know, competitively bid, or at least there were protests. IBM protested one of the contracts. There's another program called Sentinel Program that was given to Lockheed Martin, and IBM protested the contract award to Lockheed Martin. So, you know, these $100 million contracts coming from the FBI to Lockheed Martin while James Comey is their general counsel and senior vice president are really kind of shocking stuff. And and Mueller's really no different. He, He cashed in as well. Well, let's talk about that, because then when Comey took over the FBI... Mueller cashed in in 2013. How did he make his money? Uh, that's exactly right. Uh, like Peter said, they kind of work as a tag team. So Mueller leaves in 2013. James Comey takes over. Mueller goes and sets up Robert Mueller and Associates uh, consulting firm. He starts giving speeches, much like the Clintons do, and uh, returns to his old firm, Wilmer Hale. And some of Mueller's clients there are really interesting characters. You've got Apple Inc., Facebook Inc. Both of those corporations are now cooperating with a special counsel. You know, Apple received a court order to give over Paul Manafort's iCloud data. Now they refused a court order to, to unlock the San Bernardino terrorists' iPhone, so they have the. I want you to go slow and say that one more time because I don't think people are going to fully understand the depth of this. Right. So Apple Inc. kind of sells itself as this paragon of privacy. They're going to keep your data private. 
Right. And uh, they, you know, the San Bernardino terrorist is one very public example where they resisted court orders to unlock this terrorist's phone. Well, Mueller's special counsel, you know, issues them a subpoena for Paul Manafort's iCloud. And, oh, that and actually, then they cooperate on the Paul Manafort case, but not the terrorist case? That's right. Interesting. And uh, that actually led to more charges against Manafort, a couple obstructions. And how much money cases. did he get uh, with his Apple contacts and, and clients, et cetera? Well, these are uh, clients of Wilmer Hale, but specifically listed in Robert Mueller's personal financial disclosure. Uh, we know that he made over $3.5 million in just over a year. So the only financial disclosure we have for Robert Mueller covers just the year 2016 and th- through the beginning of 2017. It's like a revolving door. You go in the government, you go out, you make money. Uh, while you're in the government, you help person A and whatever projects they're working on, and they end up making a lot of money. And then you leave the government, and that person goes back in, and then they help you make money, as in the case of Mueller and Comey. Am I, am I hearing you right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, this is something, Peter, you have you know followed on, on different levels, and it's happening a lot. The Clintons were probably the worst of anybody when it comes to the, uh, the absolute amount of money. Uh, but it seems to me that, you know, I, I, it just at the at the, just on its surface, the, it stinks to high heaven. Any laws broken that you see? Well, it's it's hard to know whether laws have been broken, but I think what it does. Sean, and by by it, the way, it's funny that Mueller's making fun of uh, trying to make fun in this Manafort case of the lifestyle of Paul Manafort <laughs> and his stupid ostrich jacket. If he's guilty of anything, he's guilty of horrible taste. <laughs> Well, that's right. And, and Sean, but the other point I think that we have to uh, really factor in is, you know, you think about this issue of the security clearances and uh, the John Brennan's being pulled. Think about this in the context of what Seamus has been talking about in these contracts. If you do not have a security clearance as a retired FBI director or a former DOJ senior executive, if you do not have access to that security clearance, you can't work for these contractors. So it's not just an issue of John Brennan or James Comey or whoever having access to these uh, you know, clearances uh, for purposes of knowing what's going on. It actually affects their bottom line in a big way. And this revolving door is a big problem. We, we know that it happens in the Pentagon. We know that it, you know, health and human services people, you know, do favorable things for, say, a pharmaceutical company, and then they leave and go work for this pharmaceutical company. As Seamus lays out in the book, the same thing is going on at FBI and DOJ, and Jim Comey and Robert Mueller are involved in it. Um, and I think one of the reasons you're going to see a lot of pushback and a lot of screaming on this issue of security clearances is it goes to the heart of their ability to cash in. If they don't have a security clearance, they cannot cash in with these contractors in this way. All right, we've got to take a break. Uh, this is a brand new book. It's just out. It's called Compromised, How Money and Politics Drive FBI Corruption. Uh, it's pretty breathtaking, especially in light of uh, some of the arguments that Mueller's team tried to make in the Manafort case, in the Manafort uh, trial. Um, it's just pretty unbelievable to me. Oh, he's, he's, he has a rich lifestyle. Well, apparently so does Comey and Mueller that nobody knew about. And apparently they used each other's contacts in a, in a way that I think raises a lot of eyebrows. 800-941-SEAN is our number. If you have trouble sleeping like I do at night, I have insomnia, but I'm sleeping better than ever. And it's all because of Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. 
who got me fitted for my very own MyPillow. It's now changed my life because I fall asleep faster and I stay asleep longer. And the good news is now you can too. Now, MyPillow, you can get it at MyPillow.com, 800-919-6090. Use the promo code Hannity. Now, Mike has one of his best offers ever, his special four-pack. You get over 50% off. You get two MyPillow premium pillows, two go-anywhere pillows. It's made in the USA, has a 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Or you can spend more sleepless nights staring at the ceiling. I don't think that's a good idea. Go to MyPillow.com. Call 800-919-6090, promo code Hannity, Mike's special four-pack, two MyPillow premium pillows, two go-anywhere pillows, over 50% off. They arrive, you start getting the kind of peaceful and restful and comfortable and deep healing and recuperative sleep that you deserve. You're going to love it. MyPillow.com. Wait till your head hits that pillow. You're going to love it. to get out of the media spin room, you've come to the right place. This is the Sean Hannity Show. of punishment to chill speak is a violation of the First Amendment. I mean, this is a, a, a striking move towards authoritarianism. You know, this is what dictators do. They shut down the press, they shut down dissent, they jail their opponents, or in this case, they, they steal their security clearance. What happened here was a pure authoritarian act from an intemperate president who wanted to punish one of his critics. Nothing more, nothing less. The White House is threatening him right now by taking away his security clearance. They've already already great. It doesn't influence my commentary. But they've already taken it away from from John Biden. So doesn't that say to everybody else, shut your mouth? All right, that's your media melting down over revoking the corrupt uh, former CIA, former communist uh, director of the CIA, uh, John Brennan, security clearance. Listen, we keep making the case why everybody should be losing their security clearances involved in anything involving the lying, the fraud to a FISA court or disseminating and propagandizing and misinforming and disinformation campaign against the American people with that phony Clinton bought and paid for Russian dossier. They're all involved with all of this. Now we're finding out all this new information. It's interesting how all these FBI guys made a fortune uh, with their contacts and nobody seems to know about it. But yet Robert Mueller and his team are making fun of the ostrich code of Paul Manafort. Anyway, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Peter Schweitzer and Seamus Bruner, uh, the author of the brand new book, which, by the way, I recommend highly you get. It's called Compromise, How Money and Politics Drive FBI Corruption. The amount of money we're talking about is staggering. That's next. to remain silent and you might want to use it this is the sean hannity show all right as we continue peter schweitzer is with us and seamus bruner is with us uh their brand new book compromised how money and politics drive fbi corruption 
I want to go over again. How important is it to people like all of these ex-spies, FBI officials, CIA officials, that they keep their clearance and clearances if they're going to represent places like Lockheed Martin? Yeah, it's, it's a huge issue, Sean, because if you work for um, a contractor, let's say you're a former assistant director of the FBI and you go work for Lockheed Martin or you go to Booz Allen or one of these other consulting firms, you are working on classified projects. You need a security clearance. So if you are John Brennan, for example, who was a contractor after he left the intelligence service, um, those opportunities dry up because Booz Allen, for example, can't hire you you. Lockheed Martin can't hire you to work on any intelligence programs because those programs are classified. So, you know, this is not, I think people get the impression that, you know, this only matters because, you know, people are going and talking on CNN or, uh, you know, they're, they're curious about what's going on in the world. No, access to top secret security clearances is key um, if you are going to work for the multitude of contractors out there working in the national security or the intelligence space. This is serious money, though. I mean, Comey's making a, a made a fortune. You know, Mueller's the FBI director, and then Comey makes a fortune. Then he becomes the FBI director, and then he's helping Mueller in, in what he's doing, whatever lobbying, whatever deals he's involved in. Seems like a, a quid pro quo to me. You know, sounds like something that maybe they should bring before Judge Ellis. I wonder if they bought ostrich jackets and expensive cars as a result of it all. Pretty interesting. Well, I think... I think you're right, Sean. I mean, the, 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 these are the sorts of issues that are that are very, very relevant, um, and it also shows the nature uh, of so much of what's going on in Washington. You've got the political element. It's also about cashing in. I mean, you know, you are more familiar with the Uranium One story uh, than anyone, um, and I think that one of the things that Seamus dug up that's so curious about this, uh, shocking, frankly, that I didn't know of uh, until he uncovered in the book, uh, involves a top Hillary Clinton advisor while she was Secretary of State and considering Uranium One um, and what his financial ties were. And maybe I'll just let Seamus uh, uh, fill you in I'll on that. I'll give you the last word, Seamus. We only have about 20 seconds. It's all yours. All right. Well, right. Uh, Hillary Clinton, something shocking. And, and huge thanks to you, Sean, for keeping your listeners and America informed on the Uranium One scandal. No one's done it better, really. But we found something even more sinister than all the money that went to the Clintons. Hillary Clinton's State Department had an, an advisor, a man named Ted Kassinger. He's an attorney in Washington. Well, while he's advising Hillary Clinton's State Department, he's simultaneously on Putin's payroll working for the specific Russian nuclear company, a subsidiary of Rosatom, who was taking over Uranium One. And so he met repeatedly with Hillary's CFIUS representative, a man named Jose Fernandez, throughout 2010, and he even met with the secretary herself in, you know, earlier that year, about six months before the deal. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I look at all of this and and, for example, one of the points I was making and have been making now that we have all of this analysis that Bruce Orr and um, Christopher Steele were talking about firewalls and firewalls, plural holding, and that he had a real fear about Comey's uh, testi testifying, which Sarah Carter broke uh, last night. And all of this is unfolding about Russia. Then we have Russian lies that are disseminated to the American people that Hillary paid for, even by the CIA director, Brennan. 
And then we have those same Hillary paid for Russian lies put together by a foreign national. I thought it was wrong when foreigners got involved in our electoral process. But apparently, if you're Hillary and it's your campaign and it's a foreign national that's using Russian sources, I guess that's all okay. And then somehow we end up, Peter Schweitzer, you know, talking about Paul Manafort's taxes that have nothing to do with Russia, nothing to do with the campaign. Nothing to do with collusion, nothing to do with Donald Trump. I listen to Judge Ellis talk about they're really this isn't about Manafort. This is about putting the screws to Manafort so he'll sing or compose and and then maybe they can prosecute or impeach Donald Trump. But with all this information on Russia, we got a tape of, you know, Shifty uh, Schiff, uh, who also works on the House Intel Committee, talking to a Russian breathlessly thinking he's getting op research about naked pictures on Donald Trump. We've got the evidence of him conspiring and colluding to get that information. Uh, We don't have such evidence in the Trump case after nearly two years. And I'm thinking there's something really wrong with our system that it's working this way. And look, I know it took a lot of digging on your part, but I'm guessing not as much as I think you you found this information in public records, Peter. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you're exactly right, Sean. And, and this is, I think, what people uh, out in the country are so frustrated about. Look, if, if, if somebody has colluded or had colluded, they want it exposed. But let's not have a double standard. And there's no evidence after all the scrubbing and investigation by Robert Mueller, there's nothing that, that rises to level of, of collaboration. And yet we know for a fact uh, that the Clintons, for example, that other uh, individuals, political figures have had financial ties with Russian entities, that the Russians were involved in providing information to Christopher Steele. And it's that double standard. Why do we apply a different standard? standard to the Clintons or to someone else um, that we don't apply in, in the case of Donald Trump. Yeah. And, that's well, and, what the, and you, you look, you did the best work. I mean, I, I learned everything I learned on Uranium One from you or most of it from your book. You were way ahead of the curve. And then I think we even learned a lot more. And in this book, you're even taking it a step further because you have the Clinton State Department advisor, Ted Kassinger, simultaneously on Putin's payroll advising the nuclear corporation on the takeover of uranium one but we also know and this was robert Mueller again he was the fbi director at the time right robert Mueller knew that we had putin operatives in america that they were involved in bribery and extortion and and kickbacks and money laundering and yet we knew it because we had a spy that i've interviewed inside working for our government that was telling our government and still the deal was allowed to go through and Putin had control of 20 percent of our uranium. And then the Clinton Foundation got, you know, a hundred and how many million dollars kicked back to them? Yeah, hundred hundred and forty five million dollars. There was money that ended up in the Clinton's pocket. And, and I think you, you, you nailed it as it relates to Robert Mueller in this, um, you know, as head of the FBI. They are involved in the Scythius review of this transaction of the Russian government getting 20% of U.S. uranium. And that Scythius process, Sean, is all about determining who is buying this company, in this case, this uranium company, and is there any evidence of criminal activity involving that company? 
And there was. There clearly was. And the FBI senior executives knew about it. And we know about it now because of this whistleblower. So the point is, the CFIUS process was exactly set up precisely to intervene in the case like Uranium One and say, hold on for a second. There's criminal activity involving this company uh, that wants to take over this company. We are not going to approve it. And yet the FBI sat silent. It's mystifying. And we still don't know to this day what those deliberations were, how those deliberations went down. And that's one of the things that I'm hoping that Congress is going to investigate. And this is not just about history, Sean. Scythius, under President Trump, has become an even more important institution uh, looking at Chinese transactions in the United States. So we need to know when Scythius has failed and why it has failed. And we can only know that by opening up the case file and looking at, at the Uranium One deal. All right. I agree with all of that. Great work. Uh, both of you. I'm sure it's going to piss off all the people that already hate my guts. So they'll just add your names to the list. Um, thank you very much, Peter Schweitzer and Seamus Bruner. The book is called Compromised, How Money and Politics Drive FBI Corruption. Uh, we're going to make a big deal of this in the days and weeks ahead. I promise you both uh, this research is going to get out there. Uh, 800-941-SEAN is our toll-free telephone number if you want to be a part of the program. CJ is in Texas. CJ, hi. Happy Friday and welcome to the Sean Hannity Show. Hi, Sean. Happy Friday. Wow. Are you How always are you? this happy? I'm not that I'm not always as happy as you, but good for you. I'm happy you're happy. I'm a pretty happy person. I like to spread the MAGA love out there. Um, I called in because I heard you talking yesterday that you were not feeling the urgency for midterms from the American people. And I've been trying to get through to you since then. I um, I'm telling you there's two reasons for this. We are completely being silenced. I'm on Twitter. I'm a part of a girl country singing group. We're like equally parts goofy, fun, embarrassing. But we sing only for Trump. We have our videos go viral. Really? Well, tell we us that, what's the name yes. of your group and we'll put it up. Uh, we'll put give us your best video and we'll link it to Hannity.com. Oh, oh, oh absolutely. Um, we're called the Deplorable Choir. We just wanted to support Trump. We felt like within our community, there was like a real shame attached to being a Trump supporter. And we like wanted to fight that. And, you know, what better way than be like fun, young, cute girls um, posting videos for him. But we have been like majorly censored on Twitter. Our last song was about the Mueller investigation. And, really? Why did they um, censor got, you on Twitter? What? I, I think like all our videos did really well until I did this Mueller investigation song. And, um, and it did great, too. I mean, I had Roger Stone was sharing it. Um, they had it on InfoWars. And next thing I know, my tweets are being deleted left and right. We were super excited. We made the cutest video two days ago called Vote Republican. It is, like, really cute. Like, it's super cute. Like, we, Trump needs, like, cute, fun girls promoting him to fight the stigma that he hates. All right. Hang on. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, Jason has pulled up one of your videos. Uh, what song is this, Jason, that you pulled up out of the many, apparently, that are... What is it called? It's No Smoke and Gum. We pulled it up on YouTube. This is a deplorable choir. Well, thank you, Linda, for verifying it. You're welcome. Corroborate. No smoke and gum. And you can't place a spy just to find one. We're the deplorable choir.
I mean, I'm looking at Linda right now. You know, you need to bring Linda into your band because Linda is an amazing <laughs> singer. How many weddings have you? You're all invited. You're all invited. If you well, you're not. No, you won't want me in your band that. because I can't sing <laughs> at all. And uh, it would ruin it. You tell me to start mouthing the words and turn my mic down. Uh, but Linda's a great singer. <laughs> well, I think we should talk about you, Sean. I mean, I've heard you sing quite a few times. The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah, I rapped The Devil Went Down I, to Georgia. I don't really I don't, sing I don't know it. if I would call it rapping, but... Um, I would say I would say that your your vocalization like skills are good. No, my singing skills are atrocious. Ah, come you on, it's it. Friday. Give us a little taste of the old Hannity magic. No, 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 no. I'm not I doing it today. It. No. Yeah, let's hear it. CJ wants no, to hear it. I no. want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. <laughs> don't be shy, Sean. Ah, you really want me to do this, right? I do. It's going to be right, fantastic. Really quick. He went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind. He's way behind, and he's willing to make a deal. He came across this young man sawing on a fiddle and playing it hot. And the devil jumped up on a hickory stump. He said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player, too. And if you care to take it there, I'll make a bet with you. Now, you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I'll bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. All right, there we go. How was that? That's like Sean, that was fantastic. It. Like seriously, probably that one was... of the best times you ever CJ, did. CJ, what do you think? Was it okay? I'm. You're in my choir. <laughs> <laughs> your choir is desperate. We're do some well, let us know when you're in New York, and we'll tell everybody to go see your uh, band. Okay. Thank you. I just oh. wanted to let you know that we received Twitter is deleting, and I have the proof. I sent them to Linda earlier, but it's retweet, retweet, delete. Like with. You know, in a 30-second period, it's like 20 every 30 seconds. So it's really sad that they're trying to silence just positive influences for Trump. That is, you know, we had Jack Dorsey on the program, and there is a way to report it. But uh, anyway, good luck with your band. It's called, uh, again, the... The Deplorable Choir. (laughs) The Deplorable Choir. All right. Thank you so much, CJ. 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. Listen, You may be looking for a new job. Maybe you have a job, but you want a better job that has better benefits, gives you more hours, you make more money, regardless. Or you have no job and you want to get back in the job market. Express Employment Professionals, they just released an app. And what it does is help connect you to the jobs where you live in your area. Just download the Express Jobs app. You can get it on the the Apple or Google Play app stores. Uh, The Express Jobs app is home to thousands of job openings, and it helps uh, put you in touch with your local Express Pro's office. So you can start your job search at Express Jobs. Find the app, and you can apply now for administrative jobs, customer service, sales, accounting positions, skilled labor jobs, drivers, forklift operators, welders, CNC programmers. And remember, each Express Employment Professional office is locally owned and operated, And by the way, you're a job seeker. They never, ever, ever, ever charge you a penny. Nothing. So don't go it alone in your job search. Express Pros take pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Just download the Express Jobs app now. Now, finding a job is about, well, who you know. Get to know Express Pros. Your job search starts today. Find the Express Jobs app. Go to ExpressPros.com. The values, standards, the institutions that that I and others uh, spent uh, the major part of our professional lives uh, defending and upholding are under assault by our very own president. That I really do wonder whether the Russians uh, have something uh, on him. I really question 
uh, his uh, ability to uh, his fitness to be in this office, and I also uh, am beginning to wonder uh, about uh, his his motivation for it. Uh, this past weekend is illustrative of uh, what a great case officer uh, Vladimir Putin is. He knows how to handle. Uh, an asset, and that's what he's doing with the president. All right, there, of course, the issue once again. If you're just joining us, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, News Roundup Information uh, Overload Hour, the whole issue, who gets clearances, who does not get clearances, I say to rip away every single solitary clearance from all of these people that we know that have either been involved in the FISA attempt to spread false, unverified information to the American people signing on to a unverified undocumented document and a fraud presented to the FISA courts four separate occasions. None of them. Remember, it is not a constitutional right. It is a government privilege that you can abuse as it was abused by Brennan. Dan Bongino joins us, former NYPD officer, Secret Service agent, author of the upcoming book, by the way, now available for pre-order. It's called Spygate, the attempted sabotage of Donald J. Trump. Scott Eulinger is with us, retired CIA op officer, a Russian intel operations expert. Philip Haney, our old friend, is back. He's one of the founding members of the Department of Homeland Security, author of See Something, Say Nothing. Uh, welcome, all of you. You know, Philip, one of the lies that we believe Clapper told is when he said, oh, there's, we're not capturing metadata of every phone call, every text, every email that every American sends out. And then he seemed to back off it. Is that is that something that has happened and has continued to happening? Yes, and not only that, but he is the one that said that the Muslim Brotherhood had no global agenda and that they had renounced violence. I remember that in 2012, and in my opinion, this whole crew should have had their security clearances revoked a long time ago. This didn't just happen in the last few days or weeks. It's been going on for the last. Tell 10 me years. why you believe that. As somebody, you're, you know, one of the founding members of our Department of Homeland Security. Why do you say it? Because it, to some people, obviously, the liberal media, it sounds harsh. Uh, I think if you're involved in spreading Russian lies to the American people, like Brennan did before an election, or some of these other people have before an election, or you're not operating like a, a former CIA employee. Uh, and you're out there as a political partisan hack and accusing the president of treason. I think it's a no-brainer. But why do you say that all of these people should have lost it a long time ago? Well, let's start with Mr. Brennan. He's the primary person behind what we call the Great Purge. You and I have talked about this several times in the past, where he cooperated with Muslim Brotherhood front groups and took all the training material out of the DOJ, the DHS, the FBI, and made it basically impossible for us to even discuss the subject. And so that's just John Brennan. And other people that were involved in the government were involved in these shutdowns of cases that you and I have talked about so often. And seeing all this is like deja vu all over again, because uh, as far as also free speech related to your security clearance, everybody that has a security clearance knows that you're supposed to be more discreet in the way you speak, not less. It really has nothing to do whatsoever with First Amendment free speech rights. But basically, going back to the beginning of your question, the shutdown of our intelligence and our capacity to defend our national security started in 08, 09, 10. And this was, this was Mr. Brennan, Clapper, Mueller, the same group that's going after President Trump now. 
was making it impossible for law enforcement officers to do their job. Yeah. Let me bring Dan Bongino into all of this. Uh, look, your years as a Secret Service agent, um, it's really hard to get a clearance. And, you know, as as well known as I have been uh, to the president and even Cir- Secret Service agents, they say, hi, Mr. Hannity. And then they said, uh, can you please give us your bag? And then they wand me and then they pat me down and then they do what they do to everybody, which is their job. Yeah, yeah that's how I met you the first time at the White House. You were in the West Wing. I was coming down the stairs. It was an, yeah. I remember it was an evening shift. And uh, I looked and I remember doing a double take. I said, holy, that's Sean Hannity. And I said, hey, and you said you're a great American. And that was it. That was how we met. That was the, the, well, that's the, how the I feel about the secret. So I'm very listen, you guys, you guys are trained to take a bullet, literally. I was, you know, I was a listener back then. But I'm glad you're bringing this topic up, though, about Clapper, because, Sean, the problem, which Phil kind of hit on a bit, too, there. Clapper going on TV with a security clearance and Brennan, who I think is even worse. They're both bad, but I think Brennan's even worse than Clapper. Brennan, I think, needs needs some uh, needs an intervention like professional help. Some of the stuff he says accusing Trump of treason is just insane. But the problem is, Sean, it gives the patina like the appearance there that they have this information and they know something. And I'm not a huge fan of Richard Burr from North Carolina, but he put a stinging rebuke out yesterday of John Brennan saying this, Sean. Hey, Johnny B, Brennan, if you know something about the president being compromised, then one, why didn't you say it when you were the CIA director, you phony? And number two, if you know something now and you're relaying classified information on NBC, then you may have basically committed a crime. And all of a sudden, we haven't heard much from Brennan since then. So <laughs> yeah. Brennan needs to pipe down. Well, I mean, to the, the extent, I mean, I've gone over repeatedly what it says about former directors, that they're supposed to be acting in the manner of a current employee if they want to keep their security clearance. He's doing neither. Uh, Scott, I have a lot of friends that have have worked or retired or uh, are currently uh, working in some capacity for the organization you served, and you're now retired from the CIA. You're a Russian intel expert. Um, and when I learned that that dossier was fed by Brennan to Harry Reid, it was never verified or corroborated. And then Harry Reid makes it public in a note to James Comey, and they're spreading something they don't know to be true that turned out to be Russian lies. Uh, is that the role of a CIA director, or is that somebody abusing his power? Yeah, that's certainly, that's certainly an abuse of power, Sean. And and all of the people we've discussed, all these uh, different reprobates, all deserve to have their clearances pulled because of their abuses. But you also have to remember, though, that this is another example of the disconnect between senior leadership in government and working-level operators like Phil and Dan and myself. Because you have to remember, all of us retired or departed to our respective services, and we only retained our clearances for a year afterwards. But me, because I'm, I was a field grade officer, I didn't retain my clearance, nor did I expect to. The dirty little secret in Washington, and it's not well known until this issue came up, is that more and more senior officials are retaining their clearances for longer periods. It's another example of government gone amok. Maybe 30 years ago, there were only a few people who had that. But over time, more and more officials were included in this as part of an old boy network gravy train. And it's yeah. another thing that, you know, is, is uh, I resent it. It's, it's elitist and it's un-American. These people should have to, you know, if they want to come back into the government, consult with the government, then you reissue them a clearance, you reinvestigate them. But they should not be given 
extra privileges that the rank and file officers of the DIA, of the FBI, of the Secret Service, of the CIA and Homeland Security, you know, we should be treated the same as these senior officers. Certainly we would behave more honorably, I think. Let me ask both of you, Sarah Carter, at two blockbuster columns this week, and she was able to reveal never before seen texts from Christopher Steele to Bruce Orr. Hey, I'm just wondering if you have any news. Obviously, we are a bit apprehensive given the scheduled appearance at Congress on Monday. Well, that's two days away when James Comey was to testify. Hoping the important firewalls will hold. Many thanks. Orr writes back. Sorry, no news. I believe my earlier information is still accurate. I'll let you know immediately if there's any change. Well, then we have one of Orr's handwritten notes. Uh, law enforcement sensitive, it says, and he writes, uh, call with Chris, meaning or calling Chris, referencing, referencing Steele, and quote, Steele is very concerned about Comey hearing, afraid they will be exposed. Now, we all know that Steele and Fusion GPS, well, Fusion GPS also had the Russian client, and they also met with that Russian lawyer both before and after the infamous Trump Tower meeting, but Russia was actually paying uh, Fusion GPS also. Uh, but my question is, sounds to me like they're talking about sabotage in some way, uh, Mr. Haney, that um, they don't want us to know about. And they're scared to death they're going to get exposed and the firewalls won't hold. Not only that, but from an intelligence officer's perspective, they never expected to get caught. Otherwise, they would have never been so open about this. They really didn't expect to get caught. They thought they were going to pull this thing off. And what is it exactly, What, is, in your opinion, where are we ultimately ending with all of this? Because it seems to me we keep going up the chain, a little higher. Brennan, Clapper, it goes up the chain. I mean, I'd like to know what Obama knew about all this and when he knew it. I have to give President Trump a lot of credit because it's like letting the fruit ripen on the tree. He's letting the whole country see what kind of people these really are. It takes a lot of political skill and patience to do it. So I commend him. Oh, they're trying to take him down before he's successful at it. That's the point. I mean, this Mm -hmm. whole Russia witch hunt is exactly what we've said from the beginning. But the real corruption, the real Russia collusion, Dan Bongino, happened with the Democrats. She paid for Russian lies. They disseminated Russian lies. Uh, Four FISA court judges were a fraud was perpetrated on them with Russian lies. No, you're absolutely right. And I'm glad you keep hammering this on your show that the collusion is real. Um, it's just between the Clinton team, the Democrats, the Swamp Rats, and the Russians. There's nothing to do with Donald Trump. But this is three sub-scandals, Spygate. The one that's critical, it's an information laundering operation, a government-sanctioned spying operation, and it's also the framing of Donald Trump, which Simona Mangiante last night on Tucker's show, right before you came on, I know you heard it, I was watching your show, kind of hinted to. George Papadopoulos is finally catching on to the fact that Papadopoulos was framed. The asset that spoke to him, Sean, the asset that spoke to him, according to all reports and friends of the guy, is a Western intelligence asset uh, to Papadopoulos, not a Russian. What does that say to you? That says that this is a framing operation and Orr is in a world of trouble. Because remember, the Hill put out an article um, in November of last year talking about 27 criminal leaks. Jeff Sessions' DOJ is investigating. Don't think for a second those leaks might not touch Bruce Orr. And Brennan, Orr's in a world of trouble. All right, we're going to take a break. I agree with that completely. 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. More with Dan Bongino, Scott Eulinger, and Philip Haney are with us. Listen, I found the best coffee you've ever had in your life. If you're tired of going to those big liberal corporate uh, coffee houses 
and taking a sip and kind of wincing it, but you want coffee and you suck it down anyway. I wish these people would spend less time on politics and work on better coffee. But once you try BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Sean, you're never going to go back. You get guaranteed fresh premium coffee with every single order. They deliver the best roast to order coffee that is made on earth. And by the way, they also have a great coffee club. No lines, no running out. Great coffee. They'll ship it to your door every single month. You'll even save money when you do it that way. And that's not available to other customers. They got great gear that you're going to want to buy and wear proudly. Black Rifle Coffee Company. Well, it's a company that's founded by vets and first responders and special ops people. And guess what? They hire vets and special ops people and first responders. So not only are you getting the best coffee you've ever had, but you're helping a company of patriots grow together. And they even give money back uh, to really needy veterans' causes. They're great people. You're going to love them. Go to their website, blackriflecoffee.com slash Sean. You're going to get 15% off your order. You'll never go back to any other cup of coffee. I'm telling you right now. they got every blend you could ever want. I like strong, strong coffee. Anyway, BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Sean, 15% off. BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Sean. Looking for fake news? You won't find it here. You're with Sean Hannity. On the air now. Now. things up here and uh, we continue with Dan Bongino, Scott Eulinger, Philip Haney. And, you know, Scott, I guess the question is that when you have people in such positions of power that have abused their power, um, it to me, it seems like it should be a lot bigger than just losing security clearances. To me, it seems like it's time for people that have been part of an orchestrated attempt to rob or rig an election that they get, uh, look, if I ever tried it or attempted that, I think I'd probably be put in jail. Why is there no indictment yet? Right. There's no, there's no question about that. And it's the same whether it's Dan or Phil or myself. If we had done one iota of what these people had done, you would be conducting this interview uh, via Leavenworth Federal Prison. And that's the problem. It's, we have a two-tier justice system, and we also have a two-tier accountability system. You know, these people are not accountable to their, for their actions to the level that, are listen, that the listeners and, and working-level folks like us are, you know, have to um, stand up to. And, so, and, that, and this is going to be a problem going forward, and it's going to be affecting the morale and the competence of all of these different services. So the American people are going to be less yeah. well-served. A really good a FBI friend of mine. FBI, and, right, exactly. Yeah, he said to me, you know, last weekend, the weekend before, he goes, listen, I see it now. We, we've absolutely, been, our image has been hurt. And hurt dramatically. And I said, no, I don't believe most people think that way. They know it's not rank and file. And he goes, no, they're they're pissed. Uh, Philip Haney, we'll give you the last word. Well, my security clearance was revoked. It's in the stories in See Something, Say Nothing. And to show you how surreal and absurd it all is, they told me in the official letter that it should not be considered as an adverse action. I mean, that that is the government. Do you have that letter? 
I have the letter, yes. Yeah, I think we need to... Book, next, I have it. Yeah. Next week, I think we'll bring you on TV and we'll show the world that letter. And we'll find all the I'm other people to. that had their security clearances lifted as well. Uh, you got in trouble for the fact that you caught Obama, if I'm not mistaken. They wanted to erase everything that you had built in a database of, of potential terrorists, and they made you erase it, didn't they? Well, if you want to really set off fireworks, ask Dan and Scott what would happen if they deleted classified information out of their databases. Ask well, them what would happen to them. Well, didn't that happen in your case? Wasn't it ordered by the Obama administration? Absolutely, and it led directly to San Bernardino, Orlando, and has ties to the Boston Marathon bombing as well. I want to thank you all. Scott Eulinger, Dan Bongino, Philip Haney, thank you for being with us. 800-941-SHAWN is our number. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we're going to have our Made in America Friday series. Tyler Merritt is here to talk about how great uh, it's been to run a veteran-owned and operated company here in the U.S. They hire, they make, they buy, they sell, and it's all American. We'll tell you about it next. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Happy Friday. And we're going to have our Made in America series in just a second. You're going to love this guy, the president of Nine Line. I'll explain in a minute, uh, Tyler Merritt. Uh, but first, it's Friday. These weeks are long. These weeks are hard. It's, what, 81 days now till Election Day. Labor Day's coming up. That means everyone's going back to school and work schedules remain, uh, go back to normal. Little vacation stops and, you know, we get back in the grind full time. That also means that we're getting ready for the most important midterm election in our life. But this Friday, well, you can put your hands up, fire a few bullets in the air, and uh, put your party hat on. Our Friday, Florida Georgia Line, Zach Brown Concert Series. Let's hit it. This is how we Whatever it is. 
All right, there it is, our Florida uh, Georgia Line Friday concert series, Zach Brown concert series, 800-941-SHAWN. You want to be a part of the program. So we started a Made in America uh, series on the program, and we want to do this every other Friday or so. And the whole purpose of it is, is every company that succeeds in America, well, those are also jobs being created for Americans. And I like the idea that we support American companies. We see a lot of these these veteran companies now taken off blackriflecoffee.com slash Sean. It's the best coffee you've ever had. And it's amazing. It was put together by vets that when they were serving over in Iraq and Afghanistan, they didn't like the coffee they were being given. And they'd order coffee beans where they were into a war zone and they experimented and they came up with a better product. And now we have the benefit of being able to buy it. And anyway, today we bring in the uh, co-founder. He's the president of Nine Line. Tyler Merritt is here, and he's going to talk to us about how great it's been. He runs a veteran-owned and operated company right here in the U.S. Now, they hire, they make, they buy, they sell American, and the company is doing great. And uh, welcome uh, to the program, sir. How are you? I saw you recently donated thirty grand to Young Marines. Yes, sir. That's an incredible organization. You mentioned a few other awesome organizations uh, that that very, very flattering introduction to us. You know, we work with Black Rifle. We work with a lot of different organizations. That veteran community, uh, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of great things in business. And you guys highlighting it, it really does mean a lot to well, Why don't you explain Evan exactly Haber. what it is that you do? And um, by the way, and I saw that you're, you were ranked as one of the top 100 fastest growing companies in the U.S. for the past two years, 31 uh, and 85, respectively. That's huge. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's one of those in- incredible blessings. You know, we just kept on growing. I was active duty military until about 11 months ago. 
So watching this thing go from my garage while I'm deploying with special operations to try to grow that staff here in Savannah to where I am right now, I'm standing in my facility overlooking over 160 people as they're printing uh, Flag, Faith, Firearm, and Friends, one of our best-selling designs. Uh, we just can't keep these things in stock. Well, let's talk a little bit about it because uh, at a growth rate of, what, 5,000% per year, and that's year over year since I guess you began this in 2012 and you started this this company in your garage. Let's talk about the origins. Yeah, I, I was uh, in the 160th Special Operations Aviation Regiment, uh, some of the finest uh, pilots in, in the nation. It was an honor to serve there, and I got to learn you know, about the importance of time on target, plus or minus 30 seconds. That's our mantra. You know, and, and we deliver our special operators everywhere to, to support and defend us to this day. And that's an incredible challenge. You take all of that expertise that you've gained over the last decade in military servitude and you apply it to the civilian world, and, and, it, and it has incredible handovers. You know, you take that mentality of mission, men, me, and you hire veterans who have that same understanding. You know, there's a lot of initiatives out there to encourage people to hire veterans in different states. And I get to work with Secretary Kemp, who should be our next governor of Georgia, hopefully. Um, and and there's, there's a lot of really incredible initiatives that business can take advantage of. We just did it early on. And the veterans and the spouses that work for us, that's the reason we grow so fast. That's great. You know, one of the we keep talking about employment records in 14 states and uh, for Hispanic Americans, African Americans, Asian Americans, but also women in the workforce and vets now are are their employment levels. And we now have a 50 year low youth unemployment number that just came out yesterday. But, you know, one of the things I know you focus on is textile and manufacturing um, and the interesting things, those are the jobs that Obama said were never coming back, but we're seeing a massive growth in the area of manufacturing. Yeah, I think, I think it goes back to leadership. I think it goes back to what you hit on earlier before we came on of the importance of this upcoming election to make sure that we continue in the right direction. The, the, there's a lot of initiatives out there that I've been able to take advantage of, you know, working with our, our state government, you know, here in Georgia, which is very pro-business and the internal workforce training, all of these other initiatives and tax cuts have allowed us to really reinvest back in our own company. And, you know, the, the minorities, the, the spouses, the veterans, all of those um, initiatives, uh, they just take off. And, and here in Georgia, it's it's been incredible. All right. Let's talk specifically about the, the companies that you work directly with. You work with one of our advertisers who we love, our friends at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Um, though they're, by the way, they're amazing guys. And you know what, from everything I hear their, their company is exploding. Absolutely. I would say that we are the, the t-shirt equivalent that they are in the coffee space. And Evan and I met about a year ago. I, the day I left active duty, I actually flew out to Colorado and I get to hang out with Evan and Matt and, and got to know if we want to do business together. And these are some really awesome guys, similar background. We ended up you know, going out, shooting some guns, throwing some hatchets, having fun, riding dirt bikes and realizing, you know what, not only do we like working together, uh, hanging out together, we like working together. And we have their first uh, full scale franchise here in Savannah, Georgia. Um, and, and the mutual partnerships that we've been able to curate, you know, we've got a car in NASCAR together with Extreme Concepts and Jeffrey Earnhardt, you know, the, the grandson of of Dale Sr. You know, a lot of these these uh, companies that you mentioned, the synergies that we have together and how we all recognize, you know, the added benefit we give to one another, um, it, it's, it allows us to all grow at the same time. 
You know, that, and one of the things that I love is when people actively seek to hire veterans is the point is, is they've got more discipline than the average bear. Um, they know how to deal with stress better than the average person. Uh, they've been tested under the most difficult of circumstances. And, and no matter what they're going to face in the business world, it's, it's not quite the equivalent of having uh, IEDs blowing up nearby you or your friends, you know, having their legs blown off or being shot in the face. So um, I, I just see that the, the amazing accomplishments that uh, they've made, and, and I think, you know, the fact that they're focusing now on building their own business so that they can be owners and entrepreneurs, I love that. It, it's true. I and mean, the purpose of our brand is to try to close the gap between those who serve and, and those who don't. You know, so there's a mutual respect and understanding. And in the employment world, you know, when it comes to looking at a, a veteran's resume, they don't understand it. You look at a special operations resume and says, hey, I'm an air mission commander. I used to fly you know, to countries we're not supposed to be in, in the most austere conditions and had to land, you know, people uh, plus or minus 30 seconds timeline. Uh, Listen, it, I, when it, I went it, over it, to Iraq, I went on a C-130 once and with two midair uh, refuelings and the pilots were like in their young 20s. And, absolutely. you know, I'd sit up there in the in the cockpit and I'm just stunned at their their flying ability, their professionalism. And then, you know, when you've when you at the time it was a war zone and you, you would corkscrew down that pretty much means you know you're going straight down it's almost like a vertical descent you don't take a lot of time to get to the to the ground in case somebody's going to fire a surface to air missile absolutely but how do you translate that to your resume and, yeah, and the employers I, out there have to I'm really good at they, corkscrew landings I'm really yeah, good at that I'm amazing <laughs> at it it's incredible but the, the skill set that they have to be able to calculate you know, uh, to the to the Nats' butt to make sure that everyone on that plane survives, it translates to almost every aspect of business. Attention to detail, you know, the grit, the determination, the, the not giving up on a task because it's 5 o'clock on Friday. My guys will be here till midnight, or they'll be gone at 4 if there's nothing else to do. But they don't know how to fail. And that's yeah. what you get when you hire a veteran. Uh, you know, I actually think that's the thing. I mean, it's a lot of it is about attitude. What other companies are you working with, by the way? Man, there is a laundry list between SIG, Glock, USCCA, NRA, Field and Stream, Cabela's, Bass Pro. I mean, all these organizations see the value in what we bring, you know, in our name brand. You know, the fact that we're in a, a, a we're making conscious efforts to move to U.S. manufacturing when it's not, you know, technically the, the cheapest route, but you know, we can leverage technology and get the cost down. But uh, you know, all of these organizations uh, see the value and recognize wanting to partner with us. Our problem is I can't, I can't deliver fast enough. You know, we grow way too fast. I've got a, a laundry list of people waiting to get products uh, lined what up. What about us. people that maybe you would want to employ, people that are looking for good jobs, careers? You know, what are the states that you're working in and, and where might people go if they're interested in either helping you in one of your projects or maybe working for your, one of your companies or what? Absolutely. We're in Savannah, Georgia right now. We're headquartered here. We're actually starting up our, you know, one of our first franchise locations in the next few weeks. But we do have plans very similar to Black Rifle to expand and grow all throughout the country. I have 160 people right now, about 30 people short. So if you're interested in joining my organization, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we work hard, we play hard, and, and head on down to Savannah. Give us your website, and then we got to run here on a Friday. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, NineLineApparel.com. And uh, for some of our philanthropic endeavors, we have NineLineFoundation.org. We're uh, building a, um, a homeless village for veterans. It's a, it's a hand up to try to get them off the street, get them educated with Georgia Southern and certified and 
specific skill sets and then get them employed. That sounds great. All right. We really appreciate you being with us. Uh, my best to you and uh, all the guys you're working with and the great work you do. Tyler Merritt, uh, thank you. President of Nine Line, 800-941-SEAN is our number. Speaking of made in America, Liberty Safe. I did all my research long before they were ever an advertiser, and I found the best built safe on the planet with the nicest people, it turns out. And they literally have me on speed dial in case I forget my combination of my safes. I have I have eight of them, uh, but they make the best built safes. And right now, Liberty has put all their Franklin Fat Boy safes on sale now through August the 26th. It's the top brand made in America, and it will preserve all of your valuables, important papers and any firearms you have from maybe inquisitive children. You've got to be safe and a responsible gun owner. Now, the reason is simple. These these safes are just built to last. And the best part is they use the best, highest quality materials and it protects you from theft and fire. Most importantly, inquisitive kids, as I said, just go to LibertySafe.com. It's the biggest Liberty Safe you can buy. Get it now. They have over 350 dealers nationwide. And the best part is they're all on sale. All Fat Boy, all Franklin safes on sale, saving you hundreds of dollars now, you got to move. The sale ends on August the 26th, and you can even buy with 12 months interest-free. They can be delivered to your home and installed where you want it. Now, do what I did. Buy the best today, a Liberty Safe, libertysafe.com. Protect your important papers, your valuables, and, yes, be a responsible gun owner. Protect your firearms with libertysafe.com. Coast to coast, from border to border, from sea to shining sea. This, this is the Sean Hannity Show. things up for us uh, today. Manafort, two days, no verdict. Um, how do you interpret that? And can you redefine what reasonable doubt is? Uh, well, I'd say that it's hard to look, it's hard to interpret, but it certainly it sounds like it's not bad for Manafort. Sounds like there is some doubt in that room, but there's also a lot of charges and it's a 90 plus percentage, you know, conviction rate in federal court. We'll find out we're going to be what, 78 days away from the most important midterm in our lives. Have a great week. We'll see you Monday. Thanks for being with us. Hey, if you want a firearm that is easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, it is a portable rifle that you can put together, take apart in just minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case that it comes in. It's so small, you can store it pretty much anywhere, and it's light enough to carry everywhere. Now, it comes in black and two different camo patterns, and you can pick one up for three to 400 bucks, depending on the finish. Check out their videos. Go to their website. It's one word, henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, make sure you order their free catalog. Now, Henry makes more than 200 rifles and shotguns and revolvers, all made in America, all backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website, henryusa.com. 
Get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you are. That's HenryUSA.com. Free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Who does Sean Hannity choose when diversifying his savings with gold and silver? None other than the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with thousands of five-star reviews, and they've helped tens of thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com.